Welcome to the Events Together podcast, celebrating the very best in corporate event management with your host, Mina. So, welcome to the Events Together podcast. Today we have Heather Barry, who is from my networking cafe. Hello, Heather. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Mina. How are you doing? Yes, fine, thank you. Coping with lockdown, hey? Well, you know... <laughs> So, so d- different day, same dining room. Um. Yeah, absolutely. So, Heather, if you can tell me a little bit about yourself, um, who you are, where you come from in terms of um, your background in in the sort of career aspect, mm-hmm. and then we can go from there. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yes, I, I have a, a, a varied background. Um, I, I spent, I started my life as, a, as an as an accountant, which is just so not me, but I I'm good at the figures and and uh, it seemed like the the right thing to do. And um, then had a bit of a midlife crisis and got into the lovely world of coffee, um, which has been amazing. And I'm still involved with coffee, but um, because of because of COVID, I've had to sort of diversify and and kind of just look at the other parts of my life which I you know love, which about sort of coffee and conversation and and the great things um how business starts over over a great cup of coffee and it's been actually one of the real positives that's come out of this awful situation is that I've actually built built a new business um and have developed new products for my coffee business um off off the back of what's going on at the moment so yeah it's 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 not all awful um yeah awful as it is Yes, I know. And um, you used to um, supply, I guess, or um, attend events mm-hmm. with your coffee. But of course, with events now not taking place, you've you pivoted. Absolutely. I mean, one of the, I think a, a couple of aspects to that. One of those, one of those is that you know we've all been to you know conferences, exhibitions, and so on, and and where so much of the business is done, you know, networking events, where so much of the business is done is when you stand around and drink a cup of coffee and and chat to people randomly, you know, you'll meet somebody as you're pouring a cup. So it allows for those random conversations, which are often the best conversations and the unexpected um, that you meet somebody you would never have met. You know, Zoom is a little bit contrived as to you know, who you end up in your in your Zoom room with or, or whatever. Um, and I miss that kind of real accidental meeting of people over coffee. Um, at events uh, and I think that's uh, so many people have missed that um, so as we've gone into into digital um, how can we kind of recreate that that was sort of one of the things right at the beginning was like how can we recreate that the the random conversations and the meeting people um, but having that collective experience you know we we're all standing around having a coffee at the same time how do how can we recreate that in the digital world so yeah, that was that was the start of the of of a very swift pivot because um, yes, most of my most of my clients closed uh, yeah. on the twenty third of March, like a lot of people and, in uh, the event space. Yes, absolutely. We have been um, it's been quite a quite a journey, shall we say? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and also talking about the digital space, and you know, we kind of talk about. Um, what content is out there for example mm-hmm. so a lot of organizers are putting content out there for free at the moment yeah. which actually you know thinking you know is it is it worth free do people value free like a free lunch so to speak is there any such thing as a free lunch <laughs> what, what's the kind of value of it or are we actually shooting ourselves in the foot making it difficult for other smaller business trying to survive um and putting out content putting out events but not being able to charge yeah. it's a bit like your coffee and would you give people coffee for free well absolutely we yeah we all still you know we we, we, we all queued up and we did our thing and we all 
still go to the supermarket. You know, Sainsbury's are still selling their eggs at whatever per dozen. Um, you know, that that hasn't changed. And I think that you know, across the board, be it in events or or in other spheres of life, is is that there's this kind of a little bit of a sort of a dive to the bottom almost where it's like well you know if i if i give it away for free then you know then everybody will come and and consume my content and and then they'll remember me at the other side because i was the person who gave all away all that free content um and and they're, they're not doing it because there's so much free content um and i think that you know there's there's originally this perception that if if we charge yeah if we don't charge then then we'll keep everybody happy and we can and and we can give lots of value that way and and i think there is an element of that but i think why should we just because we are selling our our intellect and our experience um and all those things and because it's not a tangible thing you know that that we should give it away and i and i think that that's really it's 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 a massive challenge you know not only in the event space you know in a lot of in a lot of areas because you know even in the event space you have all your experts and professionals you know the people who would normally be on stage you know delivering keynotes and all of that you know they they're part of the event space as well and and yeah and i think it is it's so easy to just go oh well i'll, I'll you know i'll give it away um and and Yes, there's a little bit of that, but I think if we if we all do it, then then none of us has a business at the end because we can't we can't exist on giving giving all of our all of our content away for free. You're absolutely right, Heather, and I don't think many people don't realise that um, putting on a digital event or a virtual event has so much work into it. You might not have the physical venue and the physical catering and mm. um, all the physical aspects that you would say in a hotel or a venue. But in terms of production, in terms of planning, there's still so much that goes into it. Massively, massively. Any, anybody's even just run, a, you know, a quick little meeting on Zoom. You know, even that comes with its stresses, and it's oh, I've got to get that organised, and then we we'll have a sent out. The t-. You know, there is, there is, it's, it, it's, it's a different type of organisation to doing it physically, and I, and I, and I get that. But the, you know, the time and the expense, and making it a really great experience for the visitors, you know, is is just as important, and that comes at a cost, um, at both time and, and financial resource to put that in, you know, is to have a really great technical person running the day so that every single presentation is slick and it's on time and the right people are in the room in the right place. You know, it's just as important. It's a, it's a different skill set, but it's just as important to, to kind of get that right. Um, and I, I have attended a lot of events over the last eight months, as I'm sure most people have. And there is a very big difference in terms of how you know good, bad, or indifferent they can be. Um, and I think you know that that needs to be that needs to be paid for. Somebody needs to be paying for it somewhere. You know, as event organisers and event professionals, can't just keep giving stuff away. Absolutely right, because like you said about the technical aspect. I mean, I ran a conference, a two-day conference, just a, a couple of weeks ago, and we had um, probably about. You know, over over twenty speakers over over the couple of days, mm-hmm. uh, and trying to sort of get them all together for rehearsals in terms of logging on, checking their tech, etc., and then making sure they're in the right place at the right time on the on the day does take a lot of skill. And absolutely, I have to pay for that skill. And because so many organisers are just literally putting out content for free, it is really difficult for our smaller organisers. 
to actually charge anything. And you're right, you know, where are we going to be at the end of this lockdown? Are people actually going to remember all those people who are giving out content for free um, and then pay for their content, you know, in, in the physical form later? Or are they going to ex expect more free content, even in the kind of real life physical aspect? It's like saying to you, well, actually, we would really like some coffee um, delivered to our house, but we actually don't want to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, just give, give it to me. You know, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's a kind of um, how, how have you found it? You've said you've pivoted slightly. How have you pivoted? Yeah. So so one of the, one of the things I've done. So the two two main things. Um, actually, working with people who put on events has been one of the great. Yeah, it's it's been quite a revelation. It was lots of fun um, because, as I said earlier, this whole thing about um, the the collective experience of sharing a cup of coffee. So we put together these lovely sort of boxes of goodies that got sent out to people who are having meetings. So either it, you know, delegates for a conference or just a this is a new business meeting and normally we'd all, you know, sit around and have breakfast together and, you know, thrash out the ideas for the forthcoming campaign, whatever it might be. So because we can't obviously meet in person, we sent these boxes of goodies so coffee and chocolates and homemade granola and so on so that everybody just had that little collective experience so rather just arrive in a zoom room have a meeting and go it was just made it much more sort of human and that's been really fun because not only have lots of different people now experienced my coffee which is lovely but the people who ran the events just said that the, the feedback they got there was just lots of lovely positive and then people were posting things on Facebook and, and LinkedIn going oh I've got a you know I'm doing this event and look at the breakfast that arrived on my doorstep this morning it was brilliant so it helped them raise their profile as as an organizer who does something effective and different and and cares you know that, that the experience is a, is a good one so absolutely and also your um sort of goodie boxes mm -hmm. you're talking about worth and you know cost comparison um what do you think um, would be the cost difference? Would, was there a, a large cost difference actually putting the box together and sending it out to people or personalise in terms of the same content perhaps that they would have at, at an event? It, it actually worked out roughly the same because um, I mean, sadly, the, the most almost the most expensive thing in the box was the post and pack that we have to pay to <laughs> Royal Mail. Um, but you know, in terms of a cost per head, um, in, in terms of what you would pay if you were at a big venue, the cost per head to put on, yeah, and it's generally very grim coffee that you get served. I, I don't think I've actually ever been to an event where the coffee was, you know, good enough to go back willingly for a second cup. Um, so, and so, yeah, so it worked out roughly the same. And we did different things for different people. Do you want it to be for all day? But, you know, even with a budget of as, as small as a fiver, we can do a little something special. Um, and then yeah, up to, but yeah, even for 15 pounds a head and what people were doing was they were charging, they were doing a ticketed event. So it meant that they could get really good production values, really good speakers and deliver something that was tasty and different. Um, and I think it, yeah, it comes back to a lot of the sort of the marketing that we do, um, as to, you know, when you're marketing your event to, to get people to come to it is you have to be just very clear on what you're delivering and that whole thing. I, I have a, a networking business where we really focus on the value and the values that you add to 
an experience. So why should somebody do business with you, whatever it is you do? Why should they do business with you? Well, it's because of our, it's based on our values, but also the value that we add to to you and your business. So yes, there's some great free content, but actually, do you remember to go if it's free? You know, because half the time there'll be a free thing in my diary, and I'll kind of just kind of go, oh, oh, oh actually, that's more important. And you just don't rock up. Whereas if you've paid for it, you will go, you will value it, you will listen again, you'll be much more attentive. Um, and I think it's it's about our own, uh, as as entrepreneurs, it's our ability to value ourselves, that we put the content out there going, I value, I know that you paying for this will be of value to you. This will add to your business. So therefore, you almost need to communicate it in a way that people realize that they're that 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 they will get value from it that there will be a return from them because they're investing their time i think this is always an interesting one people go well it's it's, it's a free conference or a free seminar it's not free because you've got to spend your time going to it and our time for all of us has a value so it's just like well i'm spending my time actually and i need to put my hand in my pocket because i also think um you I know mean, one of the things that I think, you know, our world, uh, you know, it, yes, it's changed. That's giving an overused phrase. But I think going forward, what's really exciting for me about event space is suddenly we can have people coming from Sweden and, you know, New York and the Philippines can all come to our events, which is fantastic without destroying the planet, flying everywhere. And I think going forwards, I think we're going to have all events are going to be blended. So there will be an element of being able to get back together, which is stunning i can't wait to be able to see people again uh, that's make, that made me very happy um but then we can also have people joining from around the world and that you know from you know from the get-go we have to be giving that value and and, and working out how we charge that to, to say to people this is worth spending your time and your money on you know absolutely and i think i actually quite agree with a couple of points there one that um, we will be more of a blended or hybrid type events going forward where we can reach a wider audience. For example, my own conference, This Is Us conference, mm-hmm. it attracted people from Australia, from America, from Pakistan, from Europe and from the UK. So had I held it locally, say, for example, in Milton Keynes, I would have only drawn a very small audience. But me doing it digitally gave me the real opportunity to kind of spread my wings and to reach a really great audience. And I also agree with what you say about people not valuing the the, the time of a free event because they put it in their diary and something else comes up or, you know, they haven't got time. And, you know, it is really important to make people aware that actually it's not only the fact that they haven't turned up, they're actually now sort of restricting anybody else to come or refraining another person to come if there are limited tickets for example yeah i think i think it it shows you know um it's 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 like a lack of respect um that oh that looks really interesting so they are they're interested in it enough to you know go onto your event bright or whatever it is um and get your naught pound ticket so obviously what you're putting on is of interest to them um but actually, then they don't respect you enough to to pitch up. And I, I know that's not the case every time, obviously. Um, but I think generally that if people and and you know, it, even if you don't charge what you would normally charge, I think because the, because the landscape has changed. I think again, if you think about 
um, you say you're, you're in Milton Keynes, I'm down on the south coast. You know, if if an event was going on in London, you know, which is where, let's face it, most of them were or across in Brighton or wherever, you know, you'd have to jump on the train, spend the day, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And if you calculate the value of that and then whiffed around your event and listen to some things and meet some nice people and so on. And, it's and if you add up the cost of what we used to spend, you know, to go to London for the day, you know, for me, if, yeah, if you catch your, your slightly later, slightly cheaper train, um, but the number of hours, you know, you're talking the best part of you know, £100 just to be there, even though it was free to get in. But the organiser has made their money through selling the stand and all of that. So the organiser still benefits. Whereas it's like, actually now, you there's there's that expectation. It's just like, well, because it's online, I don't have to pay anything. It comes back to where you started saying, actually, it does cost to put these things on. So it's like, if you take a fraction of what you would have spent in terms of your time and your train ticket and all the rest of it and buying food in London, etc. If you take some of that and just go, actually, I... I, I cared enough about the content of this event to to pay all those expenses to go to a free event well actually i must pay in a slightly different way now and it's and i think it's it's about educating um our delegates and our participants as to it there's there's been a shift there's been a seismic shift in how these events are put on but there's still there there is a cost and and i think there's a lot of communication that now needs to happen yes and, I and very quickly Yes, no, absolutely. And I, I just recently wrote a blog, actually, just um, a few days ago, about the hidden aspects of organising an event. Because lots of people say, "Oh, yeah, great event, and must have been lots of hard work. How did you do, etc." I said, "Yes, it takes twelve months, a twelve month cycle to plan an event or a mm -hmm. conference like this is us, because it's not only about you know showing up on the day. It's about planning the whole cycle of the event. It's you know researching your speakers, you know writing your agenda, researching the speakers." having speaker alignment calls with them mm -hmm. trying to schedule your diary their diary then all the um you know communication that goes to the speakers then the marketing plan the pr plan etc so there are so many hidden uh tasks that go on behind an event that um people attending don't actually realize and that's why we need to sort of educate and you know make people aware that it does take a lot of time and effort and money to put on an event absolutely and i think the thing is is that you know going forwards you know we obviously all you know all of us want to be in business um in 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 the months months and years to come um and charging nothing will not keep us in in business yeah it doesn't doesn't pay for those eggs that we were talking about earlier you know we we all in order to run our businesses um but as i say i think i think there is a there is that balance of sort of i was um we're we're actually putting on a um an event on monday if i may speak about it where we're just talking about you know charging our worth um and one of our speakers is talking about this sort of this balance of doubt and confidence so you it's about having the confidence to say actually it's going to be 50 pounds a ticket and then the other, yeah, on the other shoulder, doubt is going. Oh, but nobody could pay that. Um, and it, and it's a it's a big balancing act. Um, and I think we're going. I think going forwards, there's going to be. I think a lot of people need to going to be doing a lot of work on themselves and their businesses in terms of making sure that they do, you know, charge their worth. What's the value that I add? What what do I bring to your world? How are you going to better? Because I think that's the other thing. Um, I'm just, as I'm saying this, I'm just thinking, well, I've come to your event, which you've charged me nothing for. 
Um, and I've gained a whole load of insight and I've met two or three really good people in the breakout room that you put me into. Um, why should I not pay for that? Yeah, because my life is better because I've attended this event. So why should I not give that some value? And the way we exchange value in the world, you know, is is through money. So I should grant you, you know, the respect to go, actually, you've, you have given me something and it's been great and you've put it on and you've pulled all these amazing people together. And I, I as a delegate, I think there's, as I say, there's a lot of education in terms of um, educating delegates to to put their hands in their pockets and value what what they're getting from things. And I think because this whole digital event space is it's changing very quickly, but we've all learned enough. We've we've been in lockdown and whatever restrictions for long enough to know what what to expect, um, and and to realise that we need to give it value. Yes, absolutely. Because there are still, you know, large exhibition um, organisers, for example, they were still charged for a digital stand at their event. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, the bigger boys or the bigger people seem to be able to get away with either putting on really free content or actually saying, you know, we're big enough, we're, we're going to, we're still we'll going to charge it. you. Absolutely. Um, so I, it's, it's very hard for smaller businesses, I think. Yeah, I think so. And I think this is where our our communication is is absolutely key. It's about being very specific about who we're targeting to come to the events um, and to deliver content. And and you know, the great thing with with things being digital now is that um, the speakers that are involved, yeah, they can they can reach out to people who they know will value what what is being put on it's like yes here's my perspective but actually there's six other speakers with their perspective on this so really reaching out i think communication feels like it's at the heart of ensuring that we that we can charge and we do charge um with with our networking um events we literally charged from day one we didn't charge a huge amount um but we did charge just to make sure that people came and appreciated what we did and, and gave and gave value to that and and they have continued and they've continued to do it and actually, I think it's grown almost because we have you know given value to what we're delivering from from the get-go that's a really good point actually is to do it from the beginning mm-hmm. and I think that's where a lot of organizers just literally shot themselves in the foot thinking yeah. actually only going to be a couple of months you know yeah. we're like months in, into lockdown now and um we're still here for another six months or so at least. So there will have to be a shift yeah, in, in um, you know, in charging actually going forward. Um, definitely from next year, I think. Um, there's going to be a shift. People, delegates will have to realise that it is attend- an event is an event at the end of the day, whether you're sitting in front of your computer, whether you're actually physically going to a hotel, mm, mm. the same amount of work, if not more, goes into t- producing a digital event. And that's where the value, as you say, has to come in and portray and educate and inform people of that value. Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah, it's it's not a jolly in quite the same way that, you know, jumping on the train and going to London was. Yeah, that was always a, a, a fun day out. It's just different. But hey, life is different. So <laughs> we have to get on and embrace it now and just kind of go, you know, yeah, this is for the, for, for the safety and the health of us all. Um, but let's see how how effective. And it's and I mean, yeah, it's right. This is a time for us to be really imaginative um, and to pull on the support of the people we've got around us. You know, we, 
we build up our communities, we build up our networks of people. Um, and it is sometimes about, you know, reaching out, right, let's collaborate. So let's do let's do something together. Yeah, I all the work I've got in terms of sending out my lovely breakfast boxes and my networking boxes has all been because I've done a collaboration with a marketing company or you know um whoever it might be and they've they've kind of gone oh yes we'd like to do that but they're all collaborations i haven't gone out and found the end user i found the person who wants to make a difference so i think the whole thing about collaborating connecting is kind of where we started this you know for me have a chat over a cup of coffee with somebody's like what i what ideas exist how can we make what we deliver better and to the benefit of everybody so the delegates and the people putting it on so the, the, the organizers get paid what they're worth, um, but the delegates get a really fantastic experience as a result. Absolutely. And actually, thinking about your breakfast boxes and what we were talking about having that wider reach, say internationally, how, how would you come how would you sort of overcome that? <laughs> yes. I, I I did have a chat with a with a friend of mine in Sweden the other day. So um he, he actually wants to do something, but we're gonna gonna send him a case of coffee and then he will actually have to put the boxes together because yeah internationally it is it is a little bit more complicated um but there are still ways of doing it so even if for example with, with the breakfast box you might not be able to send them just because it's too complicated and way too expensive to send out small boxes um across the world um but then you can still um make it a, a, a virtual coffee experience or you know some of the some of the platforms that we can use these days you know you can you can have your breakout rooms you can have a here's the reception where when everybody arrives to the event where you're all in the same room but what seems to happen is everybody sits there and stares at each other in zoom and so it's like well let, let's make it as interactive as we can so i might not be able to provide the coffee but actually everybody can go and buy their favorite their favorite beverage because of course it'll be different times of the day and make and and one of the ideas we had with somebody was you've got people from I think it's sort of three or four different countries. It's like well everybody make the cake that is you know very representative of their country. Yeah, this is like the national cake. Um, yeah, so it's like so if you're from England, right, bring scones or something, whatever it is, um, and share that experience or put the put the recipes in and just make it some fun because otherwise we you know, we're all sitting here and it's all very serious. I'm I'm kind of a, you know, I'm a bit over this, you know, that everything has to be quite so serious. Um, you know, let's in, let's engage and, and be, you know, be a bit more kind of entertaining with it. And I think, again, that then adds value. And again, that means it's something that you can, you know, put a monetary price on. So it's like, actually, we're going to engage. We're going to do some networking because, you know, we do that with our clients. So I'm a master of ceremonies. I don't, I don't think you know that. Um, I'm a master of ceremonies. I have one of my many, many hats. I've got a beautiful bowler hat um and i do my master of ceremony things just to encourage and get people talking to each other and different people who wouldn't expect to connect at an event it's like right let's get the let's get people talking because you never know where a conversation is going to go absolutely i'll have to ask you for a sample of your coffee or tell me where to get it from (laughs) and i'll go out and buy some heather thank you so much for your time today really appreciate it um have a lovely rest of the day and i'm sure we will um catch up again soon that'd be absolutely fantastic thank you very much for your time as well and for yeah it's been really great to to kind of chat further about this because i think we we both as soon as we met was just like oh there's we, we both get this and need to talk more so yes i'm sure we will the conversation will continue 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Ronnie. Cheers. Contact Events Together by emailing create at events-together.co.uk for all your event needs. And follow us on social media by searching Events Together.